The New Ugly, the only podcast where you'll hear live, spicy hot takes on the final round of Nurein 12, the world's foremost songwriting and recording survivor-like contest. This is Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben, and we're at the Song Fight Arena just moments before the final match. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The crowd is on their feet, shouting, chanting, wanting to hear the final round from everybody, wanting to see who's going to come up, and who do we have for our final contestants, Mike? Well, Ben, last week's round six title was Excuse Me, If You Recall, and the challenge was that the lyrics could not contain the letter A. Coming in very last was Strange Love. He has been excused. That makes sense. He has an A in his name. Of course, he can't win a contest that has no A's. 73 Keep It Beautiful, also excused. Also has an A. And Glenn Case. Also has an A. And that means, drumroll please, Marison and S-Cub will be duking it out to find out who is the best in this Nurein 12. Yeah! So, Ben, do you know about Marison's history? So, Marison, I know, is a combination of Sam and Aaron. Uh, they are a newly married couple? Are they... They think are so? Something new- like that? They are newly married. That's right. Um, and they produce music. That's about all I know. They first appeared in Nurein 2, making it to the penultimate round. Over the years, they've come close three more times. And the last time, they lost to the Tiden Docks, a.k.a. Caravan Rain. With this lovely little ditty, the usual bravura. Can they break their curse? Can they finally get the sweet, sweet victory they've longed for for so long? Well, I'm certainly excited to find out if they can take the top spot. I know if they've been fighting out for ten years now, and they've gotten so close every time. You know they want it. They are dying to get there. I expect a very spirited and heated performance from them tonight. Uh, uh, hold up. I, I, I got something from my producer here. Uh, I'm being told that Marison has dropped out. What? No! They can't drop out. They They are going on their honeymoon. And the rules state that S-Cub will be the victor. So, so, in a surprise turn of events, S-Cub wins by default. That's a... Uh... Because Nurein requires that a song be submitted on time by, by midnight. Uh, we're waiting on confirmation from the judges. Um, while we wait, what, what Romneys do we have? So, Avedis, of course, has been in another round, as he has all since Regina Chang, one of our favorite Romneys of all time. So, Inflatable Vegetables was cut in one of the earlier rounds, but he's kept up with every round with a song that we call endearingly Romneys, but it's actually uh, some German phrase. Yeah, on a room or something like that. Because Nur Ein means only one, and there will be only one tonight, even if it's only S-Cub. See. But for now, while we wait on the judges, let's listen to Inflatable Vegetables. All right. The Usher show from a catwalk Star-shaped Ooh. dermals embedded Tales like that, in her uh, cheek Fred said, The right. joy of two-way Song. conversation Speaking of catwalks Sitting alone in the darkness Listening to the rainfall Fun Waiting yeah. for your phone call 
I'm really glad Inflatable Veggies has kept up with the, the Romneys all time, because I feel like every time he does a Romney, he's gotten better and better. He continues to improve and work at it. So I feel like he's really, really participating, not just doing throwaways here to stay along. Yeah, he's he's definitely picked up some different elements in this song, and uh, it's almost reminiscent of early Nine Inch Nails in a sense. There were the distorted guitars, there's a uh, upbeat tempo. I slough through alleys crawling with dragons, dresses black like an army in the night. I want to hang you for a while, singing a song of denial. Listening to the sunshine. It feels very reminiscent of early 90s, late 80s for your uh, pop ish music, pop punk, I guess. Away. Be quiet and don't say what's on your mind. Nearly naked Almost Depeche Mode. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I like where he's going with that. I do too. So it, it's a fresh take for him. I don't think he's ever done anything like this before. Nor has, a, I think, anyone this whole competition. I could be wrong there, but my memory at this moment says so. So it is so. Sometimes it's better to run away. Be quiet and don't say what's on your mind. Nearly naked in the grocery store. My mind is a carnivore. Now harmonies yeah i think he might have had a guest vocalist there sounded like there was, might have been a female part although he might have just pitched it up really high i think he just uh went for his falsetto i love it that was very impressive i i give it a strong a for uh the vocals and for the uh trying all the new stuff think there's a lot to be done with some of the the mixing there wasn't a very full sound felt like a little bit like there was a, a background track and then a very prominent singer. I feel like that was intentional though. I feel like I feel like this is actually a really strong entry for him and something I would actually put in one of our, our final rounds to be like a real participant judging. Um so I think that, that I understand what you're saying from the lack of background, but I think it was very, very intentional. He wanted a particular feel. We talked about that as a Depeche Mode eighties, nineties pop punk feel. I think he nailed it and I think he should stick with it. No apologies. All right, well, what else do we got while we're waiting on the final verdict? Well, we haven't talked about what the final round title or challenge is. Ah, that's right. It is Get Out, if you couldn't tell from Inflatable Vegetables. So maybe think about it. We realize we didn't talk about it. So that's the title, and the challenge is... The challenge is Bring Your A-Game, which he definitely did. Very much so. So I think we're out of Romneys then, so I guess we're just down to waiting for the, the judgment for S-Cub to be declared the official winner. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, here's a message from our sponsors, and we'll see you when we come back. All right, I've got an update. All right. The wise judges, in their infinite wisdom... Quit stroking your ego. ...along with the consent of the contestants, have determined that the final round shall go on. But as a four-way... What? Of the remaining competitors. So we're going to have a four-way between S-Cub and the other three from the previous round? Minus Marison. Yep. Right, minus Marison. That would what, be five. What happened is that there was a tie, and so it would have been a three-way oh. had the next person come mm-hmm. out. So you might as well just make it four? Nice. And they decided, in their infinite wisdom, to make it a four, which has only happened... 
Maybe one or two other times in Nurine history, I'll have to check the record books for that. I mean, that's still like, you know, one out of 12 or one out of six, so. So, Ben, this this <laughs> this Nurine has a lot of history packed into it. Into the room. Our first Shall contestant, reigning from Australia, his lyrics are as dirty as his bass grooves. Like the Nurine Nine Champion... Strange Love, also known as Caravan Ray, this is his winning song from Nur I Nine, The Usual Bravura. Oh, so this is a song that beat out Marisen. You were just talking about because you just used that title. Yep. Wow. Wow. Oh, and Marisen's not here. Man, that that is some. Oh, could have been some tension. Is he gonna be the one again? Next, known for his pop aesthetic, last year's Canadian champion has a voice that drives women wild. 73 Keep It Beautiful, also known as BGM. This is his winning song with Leviathan. Which Narine was Leviathan in? Last year. All right, 11. Said last year. He probably did. I was paying attention. Yes, this is the song that put Manhattan Glutton into his watery grave. Up next, returning champion from the very first Nurine 11 years ago. From Spokane, Washington. Song fights cherished. Glenn Case. First winner, huh? This is the first round seven win of Nurine. Sore winner. That is a good title. And finally, after years of self imposed exile, the fighter your mom told you to never bet against. The Nurein 2 champion. The mythological artist formerly known as Puce. Scub. This is his winning song from Nurein 2, Heart of a Lion. Oh man, that means we have four former champions all competing. This is Three former and the defending champ then competing for the final round. This is going to be a champion orgy. Man. I am super excited to hear what these champions have to bring. I mean, those were the songs they wrote years ago. What will they bring this year? It's going to be a very, very exciting round. We're very excited to kick it off. Uh, but now that it's a four-way, I feel like we should take a step back. Our song entries have been delayed a little bit, so we have a little time. Maybe we should do a look back of Nurine 12 here for four champions to duke it out. Round zero was fingers crossed. And this is 73 Keep It Beautiful. If you recall, beautiful pop rock song. And then we have Glenn Case. With this amazing intro riff. 
What was the challenge in round zero, Ben? This is a song that had to feature a prominent, uh, or had to feature some backwards music, either singing or instrumental bits. S-Cub. And then we've got Strange Love. The most backwards of all of them. <laughs> I think Round Zero was was a great round. Round Zero was a very Everybody solid round. Very solid songs. I, uh, I actually took the took the liberty of uh, looking back. I went back through, looked at everyone's songs, sort of ranked their personal best to worst per over across the rounds, and everyone fell right in the middle here for Round Zero. All solid entries, not their best, but definitely not their worst. And then for round one, the actual round where people get cut, we had After You. This was the counter melody challenge. 73 Keep It Beautiful had this elevator-ish song. Nice little island, chill, paradise song. Glenn Case had these beautiful harmonies. I think this is actually my favorite Glenn Case song, this whole Narine right here. My personal favorite, S Cubs. Man, love that song. Oh, those high bits are so good. Strange Love. So that was after you. Who won round zero, Ben? Uh, well, round zero, Marison won that round. Marison won round, round zero. zero. And then uh, round one we were just doing. But this one, S-Cub actually won this round. So round two was tired of talking. Yep. And S-Cub was immune that round, correct? Correct, but For he winning. still submitted a song that round. So 73 had this song. This, this is the one sentence challenge. One sentence. I really love how he builds it up and tears it down in this song. I do too, but I think across the board of all seven rounds we've had so far, this is actually my least favorite 73 song, um, which I think speaks to the quality of 73, clearly why he's in the final here. But this, like, I think he has a lot of better entries in the, all the other rounds. Glenn Case. This is my favorite Glenn song, though. Exhausted by the It is damn catchy. I know. It's the second that starts the first riff, I recognize the song and can sing like half of it immediately. That's how I know it's good. Escub was immune, so he He submitted this live take with his family, I think. We never really talked about it. Which was surprisingly good, actually. That drum's a little off. I send the kid there, back to school. There are lots of things off. Uh-oh. 
and Strange Love had this really, really cool techno thing. This is one of my. This is my second favorite Strange Love song, actually. He did a lot of techno this year. Very impressive. Nothing wrong with that at all. This makes me think of my days when I was like 20, hanging out in England at dance clubs with a bunch of 18 year olds because that's how they rolled in England like sweaty neon lights and trying to get a beer for like 30 minutes good memories I don't know why all that that all sounds terrible but I have good memories about that and that's that song makes me think of it yeah it must suck being there and not being able to speak the language next we had the regime change song this had the two or more guest singers uh, we're part of the challenge and 73 had that his uh, I believe his daughter's Yes, that's right. This is also a fantastic 73 song because of the emotion and feel for it. Just like... I love how it's a play on the election. It's so good. So good. Oh, Glenn Case had this fun, fun, fun bar song. That's right. Oh, this is when we, we argued for a long time about country and American folk. That's what we talked about. Yep. This, this was one. a great... I, I, I think this song was done masterfully. I think it's, it's in my top half for him. S-Cub had his regime change. Great bass riff. And this is my second favorite. And this one run, won this round. S-Cub won this round for this song. Who won Tired of Talking? Tired of Talking was Marison again. Strange Love. This is my favorite Strange Love of all of them that he's done. This is it. That opening is so brave. Love it. Just nailed it. Alright. And then S-Cub won that round. Correct. And so, next we had A Sense of the Absurd. Yes, and this is the Mondegreen round. And S-Cub was immune this round because he won last. The last immunity round. S-Cub did not submit a song this round. This is 73, though, right? Oh, pop. This is 73, Keep It Beautiful. Smiling at your message on my voicemail. Glenn Case. I will say, I think that across this whole round, this is the most disappointing round. I think for both of us, we talked about that a lot. You did not like this song because of that the distortion echo. This distortion made me mad. 73 song fell flat. Um, Strange Loves also had problems with it too. This whole round though, in my personal rankings of everybody here, they're all at the bottom. They are either the bottom or the second to bottom. Yeah, that was that was a tough round. I think everybody that round was getting tired. That was round four. The fifth entry. So you could tell five songs in. People were... People They're flagging. Were, yeah. You're swimming for a long time. You're grasping for your safety boat. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, a safety boat. That immunity for Scub may have been the thing that saves him. I think so, because uh, this next round, the repetition round from uh, Elevator Men, I think it was... This is S... Or, not S-Cub yet, but that immunity was a big deal. 73 at yeah. Very cool song. I liked it. 
It's a, it's one of his better ones this year. Absolutely. Nail the repetition challenge by making it interesting and not annoying all at the same time. Absolutely. Glenn Case had his song that drove me to tears. That I didn't like as much as you did. <laughs> I remember that. Beautiful voice. It is good, though. Yeah. I realized listening to these again, I'm like, I'm, I was a little harsh at times. This is probably one of them. And then, ah, yep. everybody's favorite. Yep. He's saying Obama. <laughs> Strange love. Hmm. This is another one who did repetition well, but was not. It was annoying. Like. Ah. <laughs> Although it I. Makes me want to shout. It gets in my head so easy, and now it's going to be stuck there the rest of the night. And these are the five that made it to Excuse Me, the penultimate round. I like saying penultimate. I could tell. And. Keep in mind, three of these five should have been cut. It's true. They were cut. That's what we we opened with uh, our initial recap. This is this was 73s. So this is the uh, lipogram challenge where you couldn't use an A. Glenn Case with his Wheel of Fortune song. I really like this one. This was probably my probably my favorite of the whole round. I think. I think. Or at least today, it's my favorite of the whole round. Absolutely. I think you like it more than you thought you did. I think so. I think I put I think I put Marison and Glenn at the top for this round. And this is Scub. Scub. That's right. Controversial S Cub choice. It it pales in comparison to the previous round. Back of elephants. This is what it is. That immunity really, I think, bolstered his creativity for that one round, and he needed another immunity round to really, really make something groundbreaking. Didn't happen. Set the bar too high. And this is strange love. I see you threw your a solid choice. So now, we are in the final round. Woo! Final, the final round. The title, Now Get Out. The challenge, Bring Your A-Game. That's right, y'all. We expect the best of the best, especially from now the four contestants. That should have just been two, since we had somebody drop out and go to honeymoon. How selfish of them to decide to go be in love together on an island somewhere. How dare they? You know, I... How dare they? Feel bad for them, because Sam really wanted this win. I bet so. They're the only non-champion out of the five from the last round, and they were there. They were. I, I shouldn't rub it in because they're in love, but but maybe they saw the writing on the wall and they knew that other folks had a chance against the dreaded, the dreadnought. Maybe they just wanted to do a mic drop. They wanted to leave us wanting more because now I'm really looking forward to Marison next year. I have to because they have to come back and and claim the prize that they should claim this year. They've been doing that for ten years. I mean, they they made it all the way. This time they actually made it to the end. They made it, made it, and said, nope, see ya. Boop. Peace out. Yep. Baller move. Baller move. Baller move. So, now we've got, we've got the, 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 the challengers. 
to the final round, the finalist. Yeah. They're entering the stage with their songs. They're walking right. out on stage they wearing have, their boom boxes. They have, <laughs> they're carrying their laptops and their guitars high in hand. Car- some, some of them have entourages of, of sexy ladies and, and scantily clad things. I think I see S-Cub dragging a drum kit on a wagon by his teeth. That's such a weird, a weird choice, but it's definitely original. Not sure how that's going to help him sing when he's probably teeth hurting. But... And what's that broken banjo for? You know what? I think he probably had an argument with Strange Love and Glenn and uh, had to get rid of an instrument. And so the banjo went. So it goes at song fight. It's true. So now let's, let's take a moment of silence to remember those who have fallen. All right, that's enough. All right. Ben, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I don't know if anyone can be ready for this. This is, this is like a first, I think. This, happens, this, ever. Ha- this happens once a year. These contestants have made it through seven rounds. They've made eight songs, except for S-Cub, who took his immunity. These artists have been writing and recording songs one song a week. It's true. For like two months for now. For two months. Crazy. Do you know how much I got done in two months while they were doing the recording? Not nearly as much as they got done recording and writing songs for two months. Not, not nearly enough. They are far more productive than I have ever been. They have possibly lost their jobs, lost their families. Maybe they took sabbaticals. We don't know and we'll never know. All we have is the byproduct of their blood, sweat, and tears. Without further ado, let's dive right on in, shall we? Who's coming up first? In keeping with tradition, we will go in alphabetical order. All right. And so, now get out by 73 Keep It Beautiful. Television crowds can change your name year after year. It's just the same. It's like you feel entitled to be loud and ignorant. You had your chance. You were free before. You're not leading anything anymore. And everyone is sick to death of hearing about you. So brave. So get out. His delivery cadence feels... Contrary to his, his uh, sound quality, like he's doing this to like a loudspeaker. That sounds. That's cool. This delivery, though, feels like it shouldn't be done through a loudspeaker. I have a weird mental dissonance with it. Oh, yeah, maybe a little reverb on it. Try to listen to rational thought. Sit back and let reason and intelligence say a few words for once. It feels like a nice laid-back pace, but a loudspeaker isn't meant for that. They are competing ideas in my mind. Although that's really cool. I like that. And this guitar is really good, too. I wonder who he's talking about. He's talking about you. Of course. (laughs) 
Oh, nice and short. 73 has always managed to deliver short songs, and I have always really appreciated that fact. Maybe that's why they're all so good. He just he just punches he, them out. That's right. He knows when to get the crap out of your ear. Man, that's that was a great song. I was really impressed by the balls it takes to submit a song like that for the final round. Because there's no singing. It's not really a pop song. And he's known for doing his pop songs. He's known for his pop licks. So he took this sort of anti-pop punk feel and made it poppy, which is kind of power pop, but not quite. And so I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed by the the sheer attitude it takes to say, judges, take me as I am. I, I agree it's a bold choice. But overall, I'm not sure if I call this his A game. I think he's trying to, he's hiding a B game behind a bold stylistic choice that I, I think didn't pay off. I think I, I have problems with his vocal delivery versus the vocal sound. It could have been better. It's not A game material. I think my confusion stems from the the subject material. He's clearly, I mean, he's Canadian, and he's talking about America. You know, arrogant people, yeah. And it's a punk song, so he's being like, you know. Like every punk person ever. (laughs) He's rebelling. But the way the vocals are delivered is just so nonchalant. And it's, it's a disdainful nonchalant. You know what it is? He's Canadian which means he's a little bit French. But he's trying to pull off an American music style. The criticism of America is fine. The trying to emulate the American punk style of delivery, I think, backfired for him because he's Canadian. Next, we've got Glenn Case with his version of Now Get Out. Versus feel a little throwaway though. 
He's always great with those choruses. And this rhythm is really interesting to me because it makes me catch me every time with the, the break. Which makes me able to learn it more. Hope on it. Some sort of an 80s song in a, in a sense. eventually all in all a pretty good song i think like 73 he has other work from listener on that i would prefer i wasn't a fan of the style choice the mastering didn't feel very full and i think that's understandable when you're working under these constraints that'll happen but also things like the uh the 16th note hi-hat at the beginning puts me into more of a video game feel than uh than i would like from a song like that so i feel like maybe changing up some of the pieces would really click a lot better with me from a lyrical standpoint it did not seem like the lyrics had very clear meaning they were very cryptic you get that from time to time right i think the delivery is more consistent than 73's with the rest of the musical style points for that 73 did have more obvious lyrics and meaning and now we've got s-cub Different, but 
As it went on the first verse or so i was like hey, yeah, yeah it really started to pull together the nice build of, of bits the vocal harmonies especially i think really really sold that second half the ending breakdown was really cool the last drum hit or so yeah the immediate vision i had when that song came on was scub as the little drummer boy <laughs> oh and man as, and as he's marching with his little drum he he gets he gains followers. <laughs> he gets a rock drummer who can't stop doing double bass kicks and uh, flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I I see it. It's very much a thing. And they're they're maybe you know riding in a pickup truck behind him. Yeah, a little bit. I can see I see that that journey. Very inspirational. Now for our final contestant, Strange Love. Now get out. I like this bass at the beginning. Feels a bit busy here at the beginning. Really? I think, I think it's good. I like the. You have the the lead guitar thing just doing one note or two. Bass being fun. I'm not sure if I enjoy this part though. I feel like the bass is doing enough busy work you don't need your voice to do. Can't you move that ass any fucking faster? Dang. Yeah, he really did. Now get out. <laughs> Go on. Pop it. God, he can make his voice sound so much like a robot. Exactly. So good. I like it. Your collection of free war around like your banjo, bagpipes, bells, and a lager. Shit, I sound like Carol Bay Sega. Get out, 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 now get out. 
This is cool. song i like it i think the, the very first get out get out of here that he's doing was a little little much at the very beginning but i think the rest of it was actually i think this might be my favorite strange love song of the whole bunch i think unfortunately the the intro kind of sets the tone for it i mean yeah it like, does it, it's, it, it's, gets, it gets better as it goes on that that intro is very very busy which i i have a problem with busy intros really I, I do. Think, I think if he had not done the vocal part, I think that intro would have been great. And then he kind of like eh, got a little little too busy. And then we launched into a verse, and the, it it backed off a little bit, and it was great. I, I like the busy bass guitar versus the really kind of basic lead. Not basic, but you know, it only did a couple notes. I liked it. I thought it was very enjoyable to be not so busy that there's tons of things happening. You just had the two things, or I guess there was a drum three, but only the bass was really yeah, busy. It's just a matter of preference. The contestants are going to leave the arena. We're going to put on the halftime show. Super corgis. Yes, they're all dressed like Superman and Wonder Woman, and they are corgis. Oh, man. That they're is adorable. Be a delightful, delightful show. Everybody loves corgis. That's true. They have such tiny legs. And they have such big-ass butts. Tiny legs. <laughs> uh, silly corgis. All right, we're going to take a break. You should totally come down and watch this uh, corgi halftime show, and we will be right back with some judgments, hopefully. All right, we're back here at Songfight Stadium. Oh, man, those corgis were so cute. Oh, such a good halftime show. That's, they're my favorite group. Like, they're my favorite the best group. Best show ever, guys. When they when they do their Selena Gomez cover, I just, I melt. Oh, I know, right? And that surprise Christina Aguilera appearance, that corgi was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, amazing corgi impression. She, Christina. she is a corgi in a bottle. True words have never been said. All right, so we uh, we're still waiting for the judges to come back. Ben, what what are your what are your technical analyses of this of this brawl tonight? So overall, technically, I think they're all pretty solid entries. I feel like we didn't have a lot of a game though. For everyone except Strangelove, I think, oh, and Inflatable Veggies, I think maybe two. Those two, I think, brought their real a game. I had some solid performances, some solid production fight aspects too. Everybody else, I feel like they kind of flagged a little bit. It's clearly the end. We are in round seven, so the eighth song here. People are people are hurting. They made it. All still good, but we talked about how um, Glenn's uh, has that muted song. It sounds, I don't know, it felt a little empty. Uh, we talked about 73. His lyrical delivery versus his lyrical style, or his the sound style, we're sort of conflicting there. You know, uh, despite his uh, his unpatriotic sentiments, I disagree with your assessment of his song. I feel like he really brought something new to the table this week, and if he doesn't beat the other contestants, at least he has beat himself. Because I feel like that was one one of his better entries, and most different. Most of his entries have been very similar. I would give you, it's definitely different. He did he did something new. It was a bold choice, especially for the final round. 
I just I'm not sure. You, you know, he's still got that that sheriff star from last year. He's got the confidence. He can he can be confident. That's true. And sometimes that pays off. Well, I mean, but these are all these are all former champions. So you can't ride that confidence to victory necessarily when everyone else might also have that same confidence. Now, Glenn Case, he seems a little tired. He seems like he's worn out. I mean, it's still a very solid entry, though. Definitely uh, the top half of his entries. This round is in the top half. Not sure if I agree with you there, yeah, Ben. That's fair. We are now down to personal preference for sure. It's hard to pick. Escob, I feel like, also had a good solid entry. Not my favorite, though. I feel like we probably could have cut the first 30 seconds to a minute and probably shortened it up a little bit, because all the interesting parts were later on. It took a long time to get to them, it felt like. So we had some cool bits. It's definitely not one of his most musically interesting songs. However, it is one of his most emotionally challenging songs. And I feel like that is where it really pays off. It is a theme song. The others are not theme songs. His is a theme song, and so he might win some points with that because it's like, you know, we are the champions or we will rock you. Or or what have you. You know, it sort of took an emotional concept. The the music itself is not absolutely interesting, although there are some really cool bass and drum parts. But I felt like it's the most he's gotten to an emotional song in a non-obfuscated way, even though it's still very obfuscated. So I think that could play really well with the crowd tonight. It could. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, so I'm going to give you my rankings, though, before we get the final word from the judges. Um, I'll also rank the Romney song, but really quick. We, but... we, we didn't mention Strange Love, which... Oh, it's, yeah, we didn't mention, which I was going to later. Um, Strange Love, I feel like this is this is probably one of my favorite Strange Love entries, uh, if not the favorite one. Uh, I know we talked about the, the intro part and the busy intro bit, but I think that actually made it really, really interesting and really hooked me. I've already talked to his, uh, his uh, producers to get some of his tracks. Oh, I'm really? Going to see where that goes. You're going to pull, uh, pull something like you did with Veggies next week? No, a little a little bit less of that. <laughs> You're not going to rewrite the whole song based on the original track? <laughs> no, I actually think his original song is very good. I feel like there is an alternate take, mm-hmm. not a rewrite. Okay. All right, but we have five entries for the are officially in. We have our one Romney, which I feel like is worth it. All right, so here we're going to come Ben's rankings for the final round. We're going to go bottom to top, five to one here. Um, and we're gonna, it's going to be a little weird because I have sort of a clear five and I have a clear one, but four, three, and two are, uh, I don't know, you could probably flip a coin for them. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're right, the only one who matters is I the mean, winner. It doesn't matter, but I like to try to be you know, thorough and accurate. The here. only one who matters is the finalist. And well, just to be clear, Ben's rankings don't matter. So I mean, they go never ahead, mattered. Ben. They've never mattered, but... Um, so I'm gonna, we'll do, I think number five actually is going to be 73. This is, I think, a little thing that. Yeah, you, you really. It just really, it really, I'm stuck on it. You, 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 you just can't take that anti-patriotic. No, it's not that. I, I can't take his delivery style with it. I think if I listened to it another like five times, I'd really, really come to enjoy it, but. I think it's kind of like avocado lattes. It sounds disgusting. Those do sound disgusting. In theory. Or no. I, it, I'd say it's almost... What, what's something you don't like when you first taste it? Salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. I think this song is like salt and vinegar chips. Like, 
you you eat them and you're like, I'll continue eating them because they're they're salty, but I don't like the vinegar thing. But eventually you're like, that that's kind of good. True. That, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think I would love this song the more I listen to it. But right now, that's what he gets. Number four, I think I, I mean, four, three, two are sort of a toss up here. Um, and since they don't matter, I don't feel too bad about it. So I, uh, I think though I'm gonna put actually Glenn at four. Um, we talked about the muted. Oh, see, I don't know. So many toss ups. Uh, the muted feel I think is what's pulling it down for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very heavy on the bass end. Yeah, and that makes it difficult. And I feel like it. I feel like it should be those vocals. I feel like should be the louder part, the 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 more prominent piece here, and they are. I think the least. Yeah, I. I mean, that's. It sounds like he had a similar problem to me last year, where it just you know you spend so much time recording all the tracks, and then you get to the mixing, mastering, and then kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, I, th- I think I'm gonna go with inflatable veggies. Uh, I enjoy the 60s Bond feel. Um, I feel like the master balance is a little better than Glenn's, which is why it's here. I actually think I enjoyed the song itself a little less. It's not bad, but I think if I like if of all the songs I would like, it just, it, this wouldn't go on my like daily playlist. You know, interesting, good just not not necessarily my cup of tea which is why i think it's coming in in the not number one spot uh and then number two i actually think i'm gonna put s cup at number two i think it and what's really hurting is i think this first verse is just it has a nice little build on all the the bottom bits but the vocal stays the same the whole time and that kind of just detracts from me um, yeah the later half where he starts to make his vocal parts interesting are are really cool. And if that had been a more prominent feature of the song all throughout or just been a shorter song, I think it would be number one for me. But I feel like we, we, we spent too much time at the beginning. There's too much to not be awesome to start with. And that's what, it's what I think of. That's what I remember. I, I do think that it is a little imbalance in that the drums are probably the best part of it. And that's just kind of awkward a little bit. I mean, unless you're listening to Inigo DeVita. 17th drum. So, oh, never mind. What? Inigo DeVita? A, do, you, do you not know that song? Inigo DeVita. Yeah. It's three minutes of singing and then 17 minutes of drum solo. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. The, the uncut version is just like a 17-minute drum solo <laughs> at the end of the song. Neat. Yeah. So that's... Not number one. So the number one, I have Strange Love as the the winner, actually. Which I feel like I haven't put Strange Love at the top too often. But um, I like his attitude. I like that he's just like, you know what? Balls to the walls, let's go for it. I loved the intro, uh, except for the vocal bit. But the vocal bit was short, and then the rest of the vocal bits throughout were, were interesting and fun. Um, it just feels... I feel good when I listen to the song. I feel sort of empowered. I have a really strong emotional response in a very positive way. Like, screw everybody else. Like, I'm on top today. Um, so it just, it just resonates really well with me. And I think it's actually pretty technical well done. Like, everyone here is pretty much on the same technical scale. We talk about and com- compare bits and bits. It's just overall just a little bit better than everybody else. That's enough to be number one. Yeah, I think he definitely... I think he tried more than everybody else. I will say that. I think he 
had better production than everybody else. It's just that the the intro baseline kind of turned me off, and then the lyrics are a little bit vague. I had to make a decision quick. I had to bump them down to my number two, to be honest. But understandable. But there you go. There's my there's my useless top five. And so, Nivius is back. The manager of Nurine. Oh hey. There he is, walking the, on stage. The league manager. In his fancy suit and alligator tie. Smiling, waving. And he's got a card in his hand. Yeah, he's got, and I assume it's an envelope. It looks like an envelope from here. Nice, fancy gold stamp. Now this envelope, this is the, the aggregate of all the contestants and all of the judges. That's right. So this is different than every other round, where it's not just the five judges that they it's our 20-some contestant that pick as well. He's opening it. And the winner... The winner is Scub. Oh, Scub wins! Returning hey. champion from Nurein 2. There we go. Two. What a good story, right? A self-imposed exile of years, come back, dominates the competition all throughout, officially made it to the final round, should have won it by default anyway, and yet still says, nope, it's mine. Pulls it away from everybody else. He agreed to the four-way, and then he won the four-way. Great job. Way to go, Esco. Welcome back. The emotional impact of the song really is what won it. The Corgi halftime show, they're in the front row of stands. Uh, they are all crying, which is really adorable and heartbreaking to see. I hate when Corgis cry. I know, but they are clearly resonating with the song. I think that's what swayed the voters. And there we can see Esco taking his trophy. We see all the contestants shaking hands, congratulating each other. All the rest of the contestants are out and about. Confetti falling down. People cheering, clapping in the stands. It's a good feeling at the end of this, this whole competition. I was a little worried we'd all feel really embittered and sort of fighting each other. But this is a very harmonious feeling. This is a good emotional song to play on top of our exit here, actually. All the contestants, they have nothing to feel ashamed of because they got eight new songs. That's right. Right, everyone did a fantastic job, and I know I feel very honored and grateful to be here. Uh, I know I'm new to this Narine thing, and being a douche who's just voting for things, I'm glad no one's yelled so much at me that we can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's been a good run, absolutely. And it seems that Escub is asking people to help him finish his album. He's oh, noted that he only has vocals and drums and bass, and he's looking for people to help him out and finish his album. Well, shoot. That might be a thing you might have to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, I think that, that wraps up Narine 12 for everybody, with Cub declared as the winner. We are the new Ugly. My name is Ben. I'm Mike. We will be back next week. I think we're going to do a final recap of the whole Narine thing, maybe. We may take two weeks. Um, otherwise, we also plan on uh, still doing some new Ugly podcasting, just in some other format somewhere. So stay tuned for us. We appreciate your listenership. Um, we appreciate any and all feedback. It's been fun being a judge. It's been fun hanging out. And even the people who were cut earlier, you all did a great job. That's right. We're very, very happy and proud to listen to all of you. We hope to see you next, Narine. Uh, you can always tweet us anything at New Ugly in case you have any ideas or just feedback for our podcast. Uh, New Ugly Podcast at gmail.com. No Facebook yet because we're still too lazy. Podcast.songlander.com. You can download all the songs at neurine.songlander.com. Otherwise, I, I think we're uh, ready to sign it out and uh, go join the celebrations down in the arena. Yeah, uh, we, we song love you. We song love you long, long time. time. Take care, y'all.
good play out song. Yeah, it is. It's, this, this is definitely, you're right, the theme song for the closing definitely, definitely wins. Just right there. Hadn't thought about that way before. It's a, it's a theme song. It's a great, no, it's a great closing song. So, it's like the end of Rocky, not the Rocky No! 